We're going to start hot with Fuego Box. It's the best holiday gift that you can offer any of your loved ones. Or you can just buy it for yourself because it tastes good. Fuego Box has something different for you. It's not the ordinary gift. Clothes, cologne, nice bottle of liquor, whatever. Be different this year. Give a special gift. Fuego Box has put together a bunch of hot sauce gift holiday boxes at all price points. And for this promo with us, they're giving you $10 off plus a limited edition barstool koozie. Hot plus cold. The hot sauce is hot and the koozie keeps your beer cold. That's the holiday tradition in my house. Don't forget, everyone's favorite gifts are the ones they buy for themselves. So all you have to do is go to fuegobox.com slash barstool, and you'll see all the gift options to choose from. The discount code and free koozie edition will automatically be applied when you enter the promo URL, fuegobox.com slash barstool. That's fuego, F-U-E-G-O, box.com slash barstool. Do it. It is indeed a pleasure to have this privilege to play here for you. And we, we intend to give you a very fine program, so just settle back, relax, and enjoy the moment, moment, moment. Here we go. I'm Todd McComas at Todd McComas. I'm joined here with most of all my friends to my right, Diggs at Tactical Diggs. How you doing, brother? Good. How are you today? Very good. Vibbert at the Jeff Vibbert is here. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. What's up? Boston College Vibbert. Yep. Just found out that you didn't graduate. Yeah, no, I didn't. Still alumni, though, if you just get credits. Most of us. If you go for a semester. Then what? You, you're alumni. Alumnus? Alumni? So you're a patron. You're a who's, fucking idiot. Who, <laughs> who's, who said that? I, I put four years in and got all my credits and got up and went to class, and you're, you're saying all I needed was the credits and I can claim to be an alumnus? Yeah. This, yeah the, the school says that just so that you can donate money. Like, oh, you're oh, an alumni. Wow. Donate money now. Oh, my gosh. That's money. our special guest money. who's so offended King, by Vibbert's cash. I am not, idiocy. I am not offended. I just feel that I... Uh, could have dropped out early <laughs> instead of graduating and called myself an alumnus. I've yeah. gotten that sticker that people put on their yep. back window. Gary <laughs> Goldman stopped in. He's alumni. in Morty's comedy joint right now. We're recording this on Friday. Of course, you don't hear it until Monday, but uh, just believe me, he killed it this weekend. <laughs> he crushed it. Gary has been on every late night show there is uh, performing stand-up. Um, he's highly regarded as one of the best stand-up comedians in the game, and we're not bullshitting when we say that. we got a a real big league comedian for this show, and uh, you I have can a special s- streaming on Netflix right now called what? "It's About Time." Ah, nice. Yeah, so check that out. Get that on Netflix. <laughs> We're always pushing Netflix. Yeah, we're all about the Netflix. It's awesome. Yeah, and you can see him New Year's Eve in Medford, Massachusetts, at the Chevalier Theater. Yes, Fancy. yes. The last few days of the year, I'll be in in New England. Um, on the 29th, I'll be in Plymouth, New Hampshire, at the Flying Monkey Theater. Nice and. On the 30th, I will be in Maine, Portland, Maine at Aura Theater. So, Is that where the Mayweather landed? Was that No. Uh, the Mayweather? Or May May the Mayflower. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mayweather oh, landed there, too. Oh, Diggs. <laughs> Diggs introduces himself to me in a, in a clever way by, by mistaking the was pilgrim a- ship <laughs> for the Mayweather. Not only does not even get it in the right vicinity, <laughs> right? Plymouth, Plymouth Rock, right. actually, which is in Massachusetts, is where the Mayflower, not the Mayweather. <laughs> where is Floyd? <laughs> the Floyd Mayweather. It shows you the Mayweather. I went to boxing, the- you 
you are. The Mayweather, though, would have been what a cool-looking ship. So much yes. bling. So much bling on that. <laughs> yes. He's got spinners. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Nick Moraldo's here at Nick Moraldo. What's up, buddy? Uh, not much. You know, in, in the internet, deep and heavy, Googling all morning. Yeah, you've been digging up some gold. I try. Digging up some gold. I do what I can. IG account. Ugh. Heavy. Yeah. At Sean Latham, the $20 chef is here. What's up, buddy? Man, I feel good. Uh, it's Friday. I, I spoke to Jay on my walk to work today, so I feel really good. Jay on your way to work. It's <laughs> nice. Did you periscope it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> At Wiz Khalifa, Ryan Collins on the ones and twos. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's good to have a legend in the uh, studio in there. Oh, so legend. A legend yeah. who's choking yeah. on the <laughs> testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> my God. And Zito's on video. Zito! Yo! All right. That's enough. <laughs> of him yeah uh man we're glad, happy to have you here man you've i'm been, thrilled you've been hitting it hard yeah. yeah yeah i've been working hard and i have new material for the for the tour um coming up and nice yeah i'm excited yeah gary yeah. is one of those guys like every year pretty much has a new hour and we always got to see you partway through you building that hour at Morty's, <laughs> yeah. so it was awesome, because oh, we cool. were like a workshop, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's one of those guys, when you go see him, like his Thursday show will not be like his Saturday show. His really? Friday, or his Friday show, because he plays around with these new bits so much. Yeah. It's really interesting to watch, for if you're especially if you're a comedian. It's like the best workshop ever. Oh, I, f- yeah. I feel bad that it looks like a workshop. I wanna- <laughs> the audience doesn't know that. Yeah, but the, o- the audience doesn't know, but the comedians. The comedians can, that watch can, all five can, shows. Can yeah. Tell, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, because that's how I, that's how I create, by working it out on, on stage. But, but I, I also, it, it keeps the stuff fresh if you're playing with it and everything. It's the, the Gary Shandling school, ah. the Gary, as opposed to the Jerry Seinfeld who writes it and does it in a, in a precise way and, and kills it. And then Gary Shandling used to, used to uh, play with the tone and the delivery and the words and everything like that. So I try to combine the two masters. Ah, I hey, I like that recipe. Best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, you, so where, where are you from originally? Peabody, Massachusetts, which is on the North Shore of Massachusetts, close to Salem, where the where the witch trials mm. took place. <laughs> I'm a big, I'm a, we've I've, I think we've talked about it before. I'm a big witch trial guy. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm a big a lot of things guy, but witch trial is one of them. Yeah, a, a lot of the the witches, um, well, the people who were they were just they weren't actual witches. Yeah, so hard to be a they woman were, back then. Yeah, yeah. tough to because I feel like just guys had a lot of leverage over you. Yeah, but there was one guy named John Proctor, and he was actually mm-hmm. f- from. Uh, Peabody, what is now Peabody. Okay. So he's buried in what is now Peabody, but they, they did not give him much respect in that his uh, gravestone is in the intersection of two highways. <laughs> it's, so, it's so sad. This man suffered through life and then also after death. Witches were just ahead of their time. They really were. I, I feel bad for that, for anybody in that area. I feel like a guy, like if you wanted to go out with a girl, mm-hmm. you would always have that to hold over their head. They'd be scared to say no to anybody for anything, because yes. all you had to do was Scream witch, yeah. rope. Yeah, all you they do was fucking light a candle, and they were a witch. It was yeah, weird. no, no. Um, so you, you, did you always know you were going to do comedy, or did you have another career track? Before I had that? another career track, but uh, but subconsciously, I always believed that eventually I would chuck it all aside and be a full time stand up comedian. I I can't imagine anybody wanting to do anything else. To be yeah. honest, with yeah. you. it's such a it's such a great job. It's so much fun, and the hours are terrific, and the, the people you meet and work with are are awesome. It's it's like um, yeah, I, I, I love it. What was the other career track? 
I, I was an accountant. I have an accountant. Oh, really? Well, well, yeah. yeah I, mean, I have an accounting degree from Boston College. Well, you're alumni, right? Aren't you yeah, yeah. Boston, <laughs> you're alumni. Yes. Alumnus. I have one as well. I have one as well. So we're doing. Oh, really? The, we're both putting those. But, into, but uh, like me, you were probably just in it for the chicks. Yeah. It's <laughs> such a it's such a sexy profession. <laughs> it's thing, a glorious profession. The Ivy League school that I went to, all yeah, Shut all the best fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in the business. Yeah, it's an Ivy League school. It's an Ivy League. <laughs> Wrong. So you, um, a lot of people don't know this, uh, but you were a really talented uh, football athlete. I, I, I was, a, I was a football athlete. I would not say that I was. I would not say that I was very talented. I could run fast and jump high, and I was a, and I'm a big guy, but I, I was not very um, skilled on the field. I, but you I, played good enough to make it. Uh, yeah, I got College? a scholarship and everything like that because you know there are a hundred scholarships, so they can throw a fly on somebody, on somebody who has a lot of potential i had a lot of potential which i still have but i, I, I did not i did not meet it no it was it just a lack of enthusiasm like your brain was other places um, what do you think it was i just my my weakness my only weakness was my my weakness i was um <laughs> i was I, I did not have the uh killer instinct i would pull up short on a lot of blocks <laughs> if i if i didn't feel that the ball was close enough to who i was going to block I didn't feel the need to put my, to put my helmet on them. I, c- I couldn't believe all the all the paint from opponents that people had on their helmets. <laughs> I couldn't get over that. It's unnecessary. Yeah, it was completely unnecessary. I just I, I didn't know about CTE, but I was avoiding it <laughs> at, at all costs. I Ahead just, of your time, yeah, I respect I was, that. I really was. How many touchdowns did you have? Did you have any? Zero. Zero, Zero <laughs> touchdowns. I won. Was on the um, half an inch line, reached out to put the. I, I caught a pass over the middle, uh-huh. and then put my head and shoulders down and reached out for the goal line, and somebody smacked it out of my hand. <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll. I wake up. I wake up to nightmares about it to this day. I, I, I have never recovered from that from that moment. I, I feel my life would have been completely different. It was my sliding doors. Had I made that touchdown, the the adulation and achievement <laughs> I would have gained. What was it? What was it like when you went back to the sidelines after you fumbled that? Oh my gosh! Like like I had just killed somebody. Eric <laughs> Coleman. Yeah, nobody. Oh, nobody would come. Son, you put that under your arm and you, and you bully your way into the into the end zone. You don't reach. Oh, such a fool. Uh, you uh, you you got brothers, right? Yeah, I have two older brothers. Two older brothers. Yeah. Were they are they big football people? Um, no, they, they're not as big as me. My, really? my, my oldest brother is five eleven, and my, my other brother is about the, the same height and I'm, I'm six foot six. So I, I was the outlier in the, Mailman. in the family. <laughs> Thanks for questioning my mom's, my mom's fidelity. You know, I do it to mine all the time cause I'm six inches taller than my dad. Oh really? Yeah. yeah so my dad is five. Seven. My mailman was tall too. So yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. You, so what, what do your brothers do? Um, my oldest brother is, um, a CPA who specializes in estate planning. So he he enables very rich people to make their kids and family rich. So uh, that's so, sort of 
certified public accountant, Vibs. I saw it on your face. I knew. I know what it is. <laughs> yeah. He's a CPA, and my other brother owns a company that sells um, blinds and curtains and things like that. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're successful. <laughs> when um, successful. I first start, got to know Gary a little bit, because he became the Mortys every year. That's where we would see him. Kind of. And there was one year, like, oh, hung out a little more than usual. I was like, oh, I think we're kind of friends. And then I was, <laughs> I was training. I was teaching a cell phone investigation class uh, in Long Island, I think. And I saw Gary was at the Comedy Cellar. Uh, that Friday night or whatever, so I, I messaged him. I'm like, "Hey man, I think I'm gonna come to your sh- come to your show. You're gonna be there, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, come 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 see me, and uh, we'll get a drink or something." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Yeah, we are friends. Look at this." <laughs> yeah. And then um, I tweeted something. I forget what it was or something, but it was kind of, but it kind of came off. I was trying to be funny. And it was kind of came off as like a backhanded compliment, and he fucking let me have it. But really? he was fucking with me. But I didn't know. You could ask Chris Bowers. I was terrified. Oh, no. I was like, dude, I just really piss off Gary Coleman. <laughs> I think he fucking hates me now. And uh, but he was like, man, I'm just busting your balls. No problem. Oh, so, no. I, but, but, I adore you, and I have since the, since the get-go. Yeah, we, we had a good time. You're so, you're so earnest and, and also committed to uh, stand-up comedy. Like, you, you love, I do love st- it. Yeah. stand-up comedy since the beginning, and you've worked worked really hard at it to become good and so i i, I appreciate that so you're inst- instantly of a, a, a friend i don't i don't know why that is with stand-up yes. comedy i just yes. Re- yes. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna need a moment this, you guys this kid this kid hasn't even had his bar mitzvah yet <laughs> and he's breaking our balls over Happy here oh my gosh <laughs> I um I I just revere stand up comedy so much that anybody who gets it and appreciates it I I immediately take to it was the coolest yeah. thing ever because you you, yeah. you crushed it and then um uh, Nick Griffin was there afterward oh, at the great restaurant guy. Above. such a great comic yeah I get to oh, sit at the awesome. table and have a beer with you guys yeah. it was really good there was really a uh, I can't think of his name now he was on Insomniac. David Tell David Tell yeah. had an Jeez, amazing Louise. joke Jesus. about well had an amazing joke about Nick Griffin where he's uh. He's like, uh, Nick, don't open the window and let this, all the sadness out of your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> is that oh what you God. base your He's life so on? so depressing. Yeah. Oh. If you think I'm depressing, Nick Griffin is a billion times more depressing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Nick, Nick is dark, but oh, my so God. Funny. And he spend gold out of that, oh, man. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. He crushes. Amazing. I got a question. Yeah. When you were on, uh, I don't know if it was the second to last time or the last time, with, uh, I always call it the Dottie bit. How long did it take to write? <laughs> the state abbreviations. The state abbreviations. Yeah. With, yeah. With, with, oh. Like 7 million views and counting on Facebook. <laughs> it, it only took me about 20 years to come up with that. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating. I had a joke in like my first two years of comedy about how most of the states began with the same two letters and how, how aggravating it must have been to abbreviate them. But I, I, I wasn't able to uh, string it into a 10-minute um, epic <laughs> at, 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 at that point, but it, so it took me a long time to to um, actually put it on on TV or anything like that. So that, it came out 2016, but and it's yeah. on my it's on my Netflix special, and it's also um, from Conan, so you can you can watch that on on uh, online. There thank, was thank uh, you the, when deal. I when I said you were put on uh, when I tweeted out that you were going to be on the show. That was like the number one response. Oh, really? People just yeah, they're oh, like that's the amazing. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's my born to run. <laughs> <laughs> there was another time uh, when we owned the club in Louisville. Uh, you were there doing it. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there was some hillbilly lady that just 
totally wrecking the show <laughs> on her phone or whatever. And I was coming back from somewhere. I think I had a gig in Elizabethtown, so I was yeah, I had to travel through Louisville. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to pop in. And I got there just shortly before this lady started becoming a problem. I was staying in the back of the room with um, a friend of mine, David Bazanis. And so his last name's Bazanis. This well, there, shit is Bazanis. There was a... <laughs> there was a <laughs> the reason that last name's important is because he's a huge Gary Goldman fan, by the way. Like he, he was looking forward to that all year long for him to come there. So we're standing in the back talking to him, and that girl's starting to be a problem. And then uh, she gets real loud. And there's a code word there for when comedians need a person to be escorted out, and it was bananas. <laughs> and I didn't know so that. Gary starts screaming at her for or start scolding her and is like um, finally he's like you know what I'm just gonna stop right now I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do anything until this lady leaves bananas bananas and he just starts banana like <laughs> and, and Bazanis looks at me and he has this fear of God in his eyes he's like what does he want me to do? Because <laughs> he thought he was saying Bazanis. Like, he's oh, like, am I hilarious. supposed to throw her out? And I was like, fuck it, I'll oh throw her gosh. out. So I just grabbed her and tossed her. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was so funny. I, I, th- you know, the, the the funniest story I have of somebody being kicked out of a of a show was in Las Vegas. There was a woman um, at the at the show at, the, at Harris, at the Improv at Harris, and she uh, was burping at the top of her lungs <laughs> <laughs> during the show and during Joe List's act before me uh, like and Joe then yeah. and then she continued and I and and it took me so long to get them to remove her because they don't want to remove anybody in in Vegas because uh, they're they're gamblers. Right. So uh, <laughs> the security comes and they take her out and then um the story has it that in the lobby she was overcome and she started crying. She was so drunk that she started <laughs> crying. About two hours later, after the third show of the night, I went out into the casino and ran into her and her posse. <laughs> and she and her and her group confronted me and she started yelling at me. And I and I uh, I said, uh, "Hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a minute." And she quieted down. And I said, "I heard you cried." <laughs> <laughs> and she lunged at me. She lunged at me and had to be held back by her, by her group. <laughs> oh my gosh! I got what the a sweetest line. revenge. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's all. That's almost fucking poetic. Yes. yes. Oh, four oh, words. Another... In four words. He fucking ruined her. Life. <laughs> the whole group at the same time. How do you like the Louisville Club? Don't you think it's a really good comedy field? Bowers doesn't like it that much. I love it. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, the feel, I'm, like the whole room, right? Yeah, it was terrific. Yeah, I had a, I had a good time. But I was, <laughs> I was, no. All right, that's pretty intimate. All right, I I, I mean I, I I don't remember the specifics of the of that weekend, but I remember the the tone, and the tone was that I was uh, happy. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you yeah. went on tour with Dane for Torgasm, yeah, right? and that was like peak Dane when he was yes. just king of the world. What was that like? Um, it was grueling. It was grueling. It was. It was. I think twenty five shows in twenty eight days. Jeez, uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, crazy in a, schedule in a, in a tour bus that was not uh, by tour bus standards. It was lavish, but uh-huh. by living standards, I mean, I couldn't fit in the shower. Yeah, you're so, <laughs> so tall. Would, yeah, so I would go uh, days without showering, and then the the berths, I think it's called, where you sleep, uh-huh. where they were like coffins, so I couldn't, I could barely turn over and, and everything, I was always afraid of falling out, <laughs> and, then, and then the shows... It was like everybody was so pumped up to see him that they I felt like they were just um 
waiting to see him. So I was on stage. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Be Dane. It just, it was, it was hard work, man. And, and it was, it was fun. We did a lot of fun things and it was cool to be in a group. But by the end I was, I was exhausted and, and depressed because you can't, you can't work out new material in front of 2000 yeah. screaming 19 year olds uh-huh. yeah. every, every night. So I was just doing the same crap that I'd been doing prior to that because I had just come off a, a last comic standing tour. So I was just, I was just, um, I was wiped out. So, um, it wasn't my, my, um, my best tour, my favorite tour, but, but it was, um, it made it on HBO. So that was exciting. <laughs> right, right. The thing was, we didn't know it was going to be on HBO. We thought yeah. it was just going to go out to Dane's fans off his website. So, oh, really? So I didn't, I didn't behave myself as if I was going to be on, on HBO. HBO. <laughs> and I just, uh, I can remember being just sullen, just a sullen prick. I, I, remember, well, I, was, I watched that show religiously when yeah. it was on. I was like, uh, cause it, I mean, to be honest, watching it, I was like, you and Bobby Kelly would smash, you know, the, at least what they were showing. Yeah. And then, but I was like, uh, fine, but I don't think Gary likes any of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I loved them, but yeah. I, I was just, uh, I, I just, uh, I, I uh, isolate when I get. Uh-huh. When I get moody, you yeah, and, both. yeah. Robert I was Kelly gonna say would... if it's worth anything, I became a fan because of that. Oh, so, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Nick's house, dude. <laughs> oh, that's you, really you cool, Nick. Nick. Same Thanks, person, man. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, Nick can be funnier, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Robert Kelly was on the show. Are you friends with him? Yes, uh, yeah, we're really close funny. friends. We we started out in comedy. Uh, I think he'd been doing it about two years when I when I started, and then I started, and I um, barely knew him. I just told him that I needed a job because I'd quit accounting and he got me a job at an italian food restaurant called la familia giorgio's um that was uh in boston and so we worked together there and did comedy at night and he actually met his wife there who he has he's he's still married to he has a son with so um we go back to our early 20s together so we're really close friends we're like brothers yeah oh nice he's got a little little baby now yeah Yeah. and and dane is the dane is the same thing i've known him since pretty much i started and and he was probably doing it two years but the thing about them even at two years they were the strongest headliners right they killed nobody could follow them they were amazing (laughs) amazing yeah Yeah. they just blow crowds up that's the thing yeah yeah yes um so you were back in the in the glory days of holding deals right Yes. With how good yeah. was life? Development then? deals. Development yeah. deals. Development deals. Tell these guys what my, development deals Changed are. my life. So I went to Montreal, did five minutes, and um, within nine months, got a quarter of a million dollar deal with Fox, did Letterman, did The Tonight Show. And and quit my job as a substitute teacher <laughs> and moved out to Los Angeles and, and haven't looked back. It, it changed my life. Yeah. So they would just pay you yeah, that so and, you wouldn't and, sign and, a deal with I, anybody else. Right. And then the next year I got well, you would you would also write a write a pilot. Oh, okay. And yeah. And and uh the same thing happened the year after and the year after that and it just um <laughs> yeah, it was it was life changing. And and I wasn't Boy. I mean, I wasn't a um a touring headliner or anything like that I, I was pretty much just um uh five years in uh-huh. and and strong but yeah. but um i i wasn't i wasn't uh, accomplished as a stand-up yet wow yeah what a life can we ask about the pilot yeah i was gonna say how's the pilot uh the, the pilot just didn't get picked up 
to become a series. So it was it was fun and it and it and it was a good pilot, I thought. But they just uh, what was it about? On it, it was about a guy who lived at home with his with his mom and the friends that he grew up with in a small town, and it was it was cool. But it just um, it was at the time when reality shows started to become oh. really big, and mm. they just didn't want to put a lot of sitcoms. Sitcoms were were an endangered species at the, at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. that was quite yeah. a run with the reality TV. Jesus. Yeah, and game shows. Still yeah. some leftover from it right now, but man. yeah, there's that one that my mom watches all the time, The Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like every episode a table gets turned over. <laughs> really, they really need to bolt down the table <laughs> when these I, I think it's in their budget when so the, yeah, yeah. it's gotta be it's gotta be these I'm, miserable twats <laughs> Gosh. I like how they took all the Jersey Shore crowds that were back then uh-huh. waited for them to grow up when yeah. this shit goes away and then yes. just throw this shit That's at them exactly it's right it's what fuck it is all of shitholes yeah. they just all got married them and, then, and then their pimp Andy Cohen has, <laughs> has, has, has a show on where he interviews them and celebrities who watch them and that, that guy Guy is just a, a mogul based on a, on the just the, oh, the coarsest, yeah. crude people in a, in America, but they're all filthy rich. Uh, it's not even fair. The TV's not fair, and the internet's not fair. The thing, like, what were we talking about the other day? The guy, uh, oh, that girl let her. Uh, her boyfriend uh, put makeup on her face oh, with his balls, his balls. Oh, and it's got like zillion, no. a zillion hits. Oh, and she'll probably get a big gosh. payday off of it. Oh my gosh! But, as as Indiana's own Kurt Vonnegut said, <laughs> looking yes, looking for justice on earth is like looking for a tiara in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a Vonnegut fan. That's a big big Vonnegut. Kurt Vonnegut fan. Really? Yeah. I uh, the museum's right at right yeah down yeah the yeah street. yeah. I've done a, a couple of shows for them, and really, um, yeah, I really. I, I admire their work, and, and uh, Vonnegut is my, my favorite author of all time. I've read everything. Good, Bibbs, you want to say it? What do you think this is, a Kurt Vonnegut novel? <laughs> 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 uh, whenever I get a martini at the bar, I, I, I swirl it around and go, and I said, what do you think this is, a Kurt Vonnegut novel? <laughs> this is the fanciest thing I know. You, you are, and I don't throw this term out lightly, Adorable! <laughs> oh my gosh! I thought piece of shit was coming. No, <laughs> you are. I can picture you. It's almost You're, annoying how adorable. What he is. are you? What are you wearing when you do this martini trick? Uh, usually a little cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> little, little is the exact yes. term. It's European cut. It's a medium. Yeah. I forget what I was going to say now. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm blushing. I'm so flustered. Oh. <laughs> Let's hit a segment. Um, okay. Diggs, uh, today is Friday. Yes, it is. Um, but this comes out Monday, December 18th. So let's find out what happened today in history. It's time for <laughs> Today in History. How about that production, Golf? Really good production. <laughs> really strong. <laughs> I wonder who that was. <laughs> today is one of my favorite days of the year. Who is that? Brad Pitt was born on this day. It's Brad Pitt's oh, birthday. Brad. He's 54 years old. And a stud. A fucking stud. He's, he's my oh favorite my actor. He's been my favorite actor for 20 years now. I love everything He kills about it. Him. What was the movie that drew you to him? True Romance? That was when I, that was when I discovered 
Dude, Brad Pitt. Yes, True Romance. Like, if, if the, a lot of people probably haven't seen that that are our fans because they're it. millennials, Plays need to Floyd. go find it. Yeah, True Romance is that's great. that's on my list. I have a, look, the number one not... stoner portrayal of all time. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's the best. But listen Amazing. to just all of these movies that he was so doing. accurate. Yeah, the, indig- <laughs> the indignation that he displays at being condescended to by the gangsters. Is just, oh, priceless. And Michael Rappaport was really good in yes, that movie, oh, and he's Team Barstool. So. Rappaport crushes everything uh, he's in. Mm-hmm. I, he's like a savant of acting. Because <laughs> <laughs> you listen to him talk, and you're like, this is not a Shakespearean trained no, thespian. Right. This, is a, this is a regular guy. You yeah. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list of just some of the Your genius films. Yeah, Interview with All the right. Vampire, Legends of the Fall, Seven, Fight Club, Snatch, The Mexican. Uh, he had a Friends one episode, which was phenomenal. Don't. People, people forget about that. Mm-hmm. Troy, All the Oceans, Inglorious Bastards, Moneyball, World War Z, 12 Years a Slave, Fury, Big Short. And wow. dating, and oh, you listed Money all the Ball. movies. I think you just listed, yeah. Yeah, I thought we were supposed to pick some. You just listed all the movies. Sorry, guys. Did you say Burn After Reading? Because that's a underrated. Uh, uh, good one. You yeah. said Fight Club? Yeah, I did. I'm going to add Sleepers. <laughs> sleepers to sleepers. that. Oh, shoot. Yeah. That was a great movie. Yeah. Uh, did you see the rumor that's come out about him? What? He's dating your girl. Who? That's the rumor. J-Law. Is he really? Yeah. I thought. Why wouldn't you? you know Why is anybody on my lady for? <laughs> she, she deserves it. Wait a minute. Jay, she deserves J-Lo, it. I thought was Jennifer, with no, Jennifer Lawrence. My J- bad. Jennifer Lawrence. J-Law. Yeah, oh, J-Law. J-Law. Oh, okay. I about to say, I was... She deserves it. I think she's she's a nice lady. He deserves <laughs> it. What about True Detectives? <laughs> they... What about it? Oh, that would be the wrong person. <laughs> it's Friday. Yeah, I, wish, man. I thought you were going to release some breaking news. He's going to be in the third season. He's really awesome. confused. Dude, Brad Pitt, yeah, he's a stud. Everything he's in, he fucking crushes. He's funny. How about he's... in Snatch, where he played that guy who had that ridiculous... The pikey? It yeah. actually, it's, the it's not for me, it's for my mom. Fuck, I want to carry that with no fucking wheels on it. Fuck, I carry that with no fucking wheels. Fuck, I carry that with no fucking wheels. You like dags? As long as me and the boys get a pair of them shoes. <laughs> he stole that whole movie, man. Yeah, he steals yeah. everything. Yeah, he was only Fury, in for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Fury's one of my favorite war movies now. He was in that. The Tank movie? The Tank. Fury. Did, Did you know? I was re- so I was reading about it. He actually tore his Achilles in Troy, like filming yeah, Troy. Uh, yeah, I read that. Which is fucking absurd. Oh. Wow. Stay woke. Little fun fact. Stay woke. <laughs> let's um, let's go to our phones real quick. Um, Gary, this, we started this segment because you know how comedians will put notes in their phones? Yeah. And they've been sometimes also because of the kind of people we are, we just were blacked out drunk and put things in our phones <laughs> and we don't discover them until later. Okay. So uh, let's, let's pull it, everybody pull a note out of their phone. Ain't nowhere to run. <laughs> Diggs, what's in your phone? Uh, so this came from a video that uh, Nick posted on Instagram a few weeks ago, and it was a was an owl. I believe it was inside of a church, and it ran into a glass window. Mm-hmm. So I wrote in my phone, um, "Why aren't?" Airplanes made of glass because you know how birds take down airplanes all the time. So, but if uh, glass is undefeated against birds, so <laughs> if they made airplanes out of glass, then everything would be all right. The Wonder Woman plane. 
Her jet was right glass. Right, no, it was invisible. Oh, it was was made out of. Uh, It was made out of invisible. I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure there's no flaws to my plan, but that was just a, I believe, not sober high note that I was putting my phone. You just need like a crazy amount of uh, of windshield wipers all over. Burn shit all over it. Oh yeah, the bugs and the shit. Fibs, guys, I didn't say it was a fucking perfect plan. I like it though. This phone note is a little weird. Uh, It's just. It's I. You have to decipher it. It's <laughs> na si binya prohisia ba si tihu bagati baba dog pajamas all my baby mamas <laughs> times seven. It's the Lion King th- King theme song. I realize that you just it, na si binya prohisia ba. When I get oh, when wow. I get sad, I just listen to the Lion Can King you do theme the song. Chorus? Huh. Dog pajamas, oh my baby mamas. And you just do that time of seven. I think those are the lyrics. So you put the all, your own lyrics in there phonetically. Yeah, well, I think that's what it says. I don't know. I just think yeah, that's what yeah, it says. Yeah. You should Nobody make that knows. your alarm. If you get sad, just listen to the theme song and try to decipher it. And you're just like, this is this is where I'm supposed to be right now. It makes you happy. Uh, Nick, what do you uh, do? All right, I'll go fuck myself. I, like <laughs> I have, uh, so I, I made a list here. I'm, I'm just going to read one, though. I want to do uh, things like ambiguous sayings. I'll start saying to people just to throw them off a little bit. Like, mm. oh, I love your outfit. I can really see what you tried to do there. Huh. Yeah. Just put them what on the backhanded compliments? What did I try to Mostly, do? Mostly, yeah. What was I trying to do? I don't like that. It's uh, it's kind of a West you, Coast 10th uh, grade vibe you got going on <laughs> oh, right now, Sean. You do that. have a real Pac Sun fucking vibe going on right now. I ran out of the house quick to get here at 1030. <laughs> Is that a billabong, don't honey? Them, don't let them give you shit. You look good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't hate at my energy. This is positive radiating energy. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. Well, you got your phone. I think suicide should be optional. They should structure it like marriage. Or it should be like a regular event, you know, so you, you could be possibly low, low income suicides can be funded by some sort of government program. <laughs> Maybe you should put people on a list. It's like a two month list. So you really want to know if you want to do this. Um, that way, if there's a li- then you can have like sales and shit on Groupon and get like half off on suicides. So if you are past the time, there's something that you just <laughs> register ahead of time. Get on the registry. Yeah, scratch yeah, me yeah. right where it's soil and green as people. <laughs> I'm going to go next. I'm going to let Gary go last because he's going to crush it compared <laughs> oh, to no. me. Um, I have in my phone, <laughs> women don't sunbathe naked in their backyards anymore. Thanks a lot, Google Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a big thing back in your Yeah, day? yeah. Our moms used to lay out naked all the time, and now Google Earth's there. I think they're afraid to go out. Our, our moms? Our moms. Our moms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I Not was thinking mom. the same thing. <laughs> Not, my Not my mom. They're cesarean scar. <laughs> <laughs> go. What do you all got right. in your phone? All right. So I sat in the exit row last night, and as usual, they say, "Do you are you willing and able to help in the event of an emergency?" And I, I, I try to make jokes on the plane. So I said, uh, "Maybe, uh, as, as long as people are not screaming or getting pushy." <laughs> Did you say that to her? Because that'd have been phenomenal. <laughs> yes, but I have to do it with a wink because wanna, I'm six foot six, and you I don't want to lose the spot. Yeah, the spot. <laughs> yeah. That's what, fucking phenomenal. What professions are the least likely to joke around with you? Like, you go to the doctor's office, you try to tell a joke, never, never hits. Uh, They're just like, mm. yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Morticians, uh, f- flight attendants, don't joke. Um, security at the airport. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of airport they jobs. Don't joke at all. 
Yeah. Will cops joke with you, Todd? It's no, 50, cops. 50 50, maybe. It's probably more like 70 30. Like 70% of cops have no sense of humor. Yeah. Like if you shoot at them, they won't make a joke back. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. With a cop, you're like, hey, what's behind my back? And then they shoot. <laughs> <laughs> the, the people who work the desk at the gym are never asked. No. No. Why, why, why is it? it? They're just miserable. It's because God doesn't give you everything. Like, if you're really, look really, really, really good in the gym and that's where you spend your day, you have nothing upstairs to play with yeah. in your brain. That's a shot at everybody out there working, <laughs> working at the gym this morning, listening to the show. <laughs> All the Monday morning fucking LA fitness. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> front desk people. <laughs> Hello from our show. <laughs> Especially the LA fitness ones because they're, they're miserable. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's because on occasion they have have to mop the men's room. Yeah, that, which is degrading. That would, yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. degrading. They gotta go in. By the way, Vips, after the show, don't forget that. No, no problem. I got <laughs> it. All right. <laughs> I mean, I can see at the high end gyms, but at the low end gyms, how do you shower at the? I don't. I, my gym that is, at all. is so decrepit. I would never even think of of showering there. I'm concerned about even using the the lavatory. <laughs> <laughs> the urinals I find find disgusting at the gym. I'm gonna put my feet, my naked feet, in the shower. Ugh. How do you do it? You just do it with your eyes closed. Just yeah. don't look around. Oh, and gosh. Just, uh, and there's a, and there's a curtain. The, cur- the shower curtain. Oh, <laughs> shower curtain. Uh. Public shower curtain is the most. Dis- it's folded in the dark. The amount of. Oh, it's, uh, sports every, is bad enough when you like you have locker room and get a shower, but like um, yeah. when I was in the Marine Corps and boot camp, they would make they would scream at us and make all they would say, like give us thirty seconds to take a shower. Everybody go, and you would cram a whole platoon into a shower meant for probably fifteen people at best, and you're in there and dicks are all on you, and you're like, oh, <laughs> like really? I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll never like for, I'll never forget the first time I walked into a into a college locker room because you're you know you're eighteen, uh-huh. but there guys on the team who were, yeah. who were 22 and and uh and black <laughs> um and the the penises I just, it, was, it, it was like uh because there was one black player on my high school team and, and he was representative uh-huh. uh, but, but uh the, the it was you know it was that blazing saddles moment uh-huh. is, it, is it twill what they say about you <laughs> and I, I i walked into the the, the shower and it, it took every Everything I had in me, not to mention it on my first call home. <laughs> it was so significant. It was. It was. Um, you know, I placed very high in the in the testing for jumping and and running and things for for tight ends. Um, so so that was exciting. They moved me up in the in the. Um, what is it called? I want to call it the pecking order. It the, was depth called chart? the depth, depth chart. chart. Yeah, they called it the depth chart. But the thing I most wanted to say is you would not believe the specimen. <laughs> it was just chiseled. And, oh, gosh. So you were low in the pecker oh. order. <laughs> yeah, there was also the pecker order. Yes. God, this quick. You're so quick, Fibs. Thank you. Are you a stand-up? I do, yeah. I oh, dabble. Good. I dabble. Are you going to be working with me this weekend? I'm not, but... I mean, did you... You work with me this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully, you'll come by. Maybe, maybe we can throw him a, a fiver. Love that. I don't yeah. want to put you on the spot over there, Bowers. But Bowers said he can do all his time. Oh, what a dig <laughs> on the fib. It's not a lie, though. You're it's a good, not a lie. Very good sport. All you need is five good minutes. He pulled thirty out of Dayton. 
Yeah, did you even know you had 30? You just swore up and down you did not, but you did 30. 10 of it was just me talking about how I peed my pants in the bar. Oh. <laughs> all counts. As long as they're laughing. 10 of it. <laughs> you're, you're in New York City now, right? Um, mostly, mostly, but I'm also in Massachusetts a lot. Are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you still like uh, hitting the cellar like five nights a week or whatever? Um, whenever I yeah, whenever I can. When I'm not on the on the road or up in Boston, I've been in Boston a, a lot because I uh, I have an elderly mom, so I, I try uh, to spend time with yeah, you know, yeah, when, yeah. I, when I can. So yeah, that's great. Um, and I have so many friends that I grew up with who are who are back in Massachusetts. So so I go there I go there frequently. But when I'm when I'm in New York, I, I play the cellar just about every night. I I um yeah when I it's an incredible I, schedule. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And you can do so many sets there, and the audiences are all awesome. Yeah, it's, it's if you ever go to New York, listeners, you have to get tickets to the Comedy Cellar. We're doing insane. it in advance because they sell out very quickly. Yeah, it's yeah. such an amazing experience. I'm glad I went that one time uh, because uh, uh, you know you hear so much about it. And I was kind of like I ate upstairs first at the restaurant, and while I was up there, um, the show before the one I was going to go to was was going on, and uh, I had to go to the bathroom. And I asked the waiter, I was like, hey, where's your restroom? He's like, oh, just go down the stairs, I'll guide you through. And I'm like, okay. So I go down the stairs, and there's a like a door guy at the bottom of the stairs, guides me through, and he's like, okay, just go around there. And the comedy show was going on, so I had to walk like yes. in front of the yes. crowd, between the yes. crowd and the stage to get yes. to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And that happens all the time. For yeah. the, but it doesn't bother they, a damn thing. They, it's amazing. They, they now have three rooms. So there's the, the original comedy cellar that seats about 90 uh-huh. people, and that's the that's the one you see on the Louis show, mm-hmm. and, and um, that's the most famous, the original. It's been there for 35 years or, or more. And um, yes, you have to, to, if you're eating at the restaurant, you have to go downstairs, walk <laughs> past the stage <laughs> yeah. where the comedian can see you and often will say something. There was one night John Manfrolati was on stage and a man walked by who was wearing uh, white linen pants and a white linen uh, blousy shirt and he had uh, a red beard, a big red beard and um, and also had a turban on. And John, and John Manfrolati said, um, excuse me, did somebody rub a lamp? <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking awesome and so, so that's the original room and then around the corner they have two other rooms one is a loungy type um, opium den <laughs> type thing where there are these awesome couches and that seats about 75 or, or 100 that's called the fat black pussycat lounge <laughs> and then downstairs is what's called the village underground that seats about 250 and that uh, that rocks man that is that is a cool yeah, so like it. yeah so they, they have uh they have three great options there That's awesome are you are you, yeah. are you friends with Louis ck yes like good friends or? uh pretty good friends pretty good i friends? toured i toured for, toured with him when he um uh first got big like in 2011 when his when his show was was um after the first season of his show, I think, yeah, definitely one of the better comedy minds on the right? road. Oh my gosh! Like in all aspects, Ar- not just argu- stand up. Arguably, the the greatest comedy mind of the of yeah. this generation. Yeah, just the, of just my all the shows he's created. Of our generation, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's prolific. Yeah, like nobody else before him. Do you want to talk any about what's going on with him right now, or the? Um, if you don't want it's, to, it's fine. It's uh, sure. piteous. Yeah, like uh, like uh, I feel bad for the people who are involved in in every aspect i i i mean you know it's it's uh it's uh fucked up what he what he did um but at the same time it's um 
it's sad that he lost everything. Yeah, that's you that's know? my moment because I, you being a friend of his, I, 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 I want to look at it from both sides. Sean and uh, no, Sean more so than Vibs. Vibs and I and Sean are all comedians. Uh, he was Sean moved here from L.A., so he's a little more in that know. But you're like right in that know in that yeah. group, um, yeah. intimately. So I'm wondering now, like, what's the aftermath for everybody else after that? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So it's new history. Are people so just walking on eggshells right now? Like, it, yeah, everybody. I hope so. In that mix, I mean, it's like a very scary thing, and I don't know. Like, um, I feel bad for those um, the female comedians involved, obviously. Yeah, but um, and, and there was there was always seems seemed to be a little bit of a riff started not too long ago where where women comedian female comedians were speaking out that they weren't treated fairly or whatever yeah. just they, by, the, they, by the industry yeah I, and I now mean, there's this we we know that they're, that they're just um i mean and i'm guilty of it of it too i should have brought some women to open for me on the road but i want to bring my best friends and mm-hmm. and stuff but it, but it's like so there are more men comedians so they're bringing more men so women have a harder harder road in stand up and then they also have to um, dodge dicks <laughs> yeah. it seems that that we never did right. and, and um yeah and and so we were um or I was uh, uh, uh not oblivious to it but but maybe insensitive to the to the harder road that they they have and and um yeah, it's it's. Uh, but we've been made more aware of it. Hopefully, we'll we'll be able to adjust yeah. to it and, and make them feel more more comfortable, more welcome, and, and get them more work. I know that I'll I'll try to bring women more frequently than I than I have in the in the past. I did tour with a with a girlfriend for a, a year and a half or or so. How did um, that work out? Um, by the end, by the end, I was uh, resentful because <laughs> 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 she was sort of new to comedy and. Also, she would she would she would kill, and she was kind of dirty, and 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 I'm squeaky clean, and I was just like, do you have to, do you have to say your boyfriend in these in these stories because they know it's me? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's just it's one of those things. It's easier to travel with a buddy for one. Like on the lower end of comedy, you can double up in a room. You know, now I don't have to right. get in that second room. Yes, it's, it's that simple sometimes. Yes, yeah, that's true. But but, uh, That's true. What's next for you? Just just killing on the road. Another special? You got to. I'm working on a on a new special, and then um, working with um, uh, a friend of mine, a, a comedian who I who I admire greatly, um, Jonathan Katz. Mm-hmm. To from uh, Jonathan Katz, um, who was the cartoon therapist on on right. that, that Doctor uh, Katz or Doctor Katz, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. um, and uh, we're trying to develop a, a situation comedy type uh, thing, but but um, awesome. Hopefully, uh, something unique. Um, so I'm working on that, but also building um, towards a new a new special. Hopefully next fall. Yeah. With 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 Amazon coming on so strong, and their Hulu and Netflix, all these other avenues for uh, original like TV series yeah. and, and movies and whatnot, is is there is the market bigger now? Is um, it, is, in in some ways, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. You, it's you, not as lucrative as it as it once was, right. but I think there are more more outlets, and and you can. Um, and the the uh, creativity that people are putting out there, things you just wouldn't even uh, imagine. It's unbelievable that because I consume the shit out of TV uh-huh. um, yeah. for Netflix and Hulu and all, and I've n- I never run out of shows. Yeah, like, I you, should you be can't. out. I should be out of shows. You can't. Yeah, like I, I know. Like I, 
Like if if prison allowed binge TV watching, it it would be a reasonable place. Yeah, zero violence. <laughs> yeah, if, was, if there was no violence and you guys could bond, if the prisoners could bond over over Breaking Bad, especially, I think oh, that would yeah. be a huge, oh, yeah, huge Ozark, prison yeah. prison oh. show or Ozark. Yeah, or, it would be or, an elective there or, for the or, fucking GED class. Or, yeah, <laughs> or or Fargo if you could get into that, oh, yeah. and there would be there would be less incentive to uh, kill yourself because you would want to see how these shows wound up. <laughs> it would be less. Season two of Fargo, how fucking great was that season? They're all amazing. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. so, uh, and The Wire and just the, the incentive to, 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 um, to, to not kill somebody else because of, uh, losing your privilege to watch what's coming up on, on, on Fargo, uh, I, th- I think would be um, would be a win all, all around. And I know it's supposed it's, to be it's, brilliant. it's supposed to be hell, but you know what? Prison is hell. You're denied your freedom. Let these people binge watch. And, and also, they're always trying to fill prisons. I think there's there's uh, there are some people who would say, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take a DUI so that I can. Go in for six months and and uh, just commit. Just catch up on season all the two. shows. Yeah, to, yeah, to, to the, the shows and, and also the the reading. The prison libraries after Shawshank are, are better than ever. <laughs> well, it's been a blast having you. Um, yeah, that went by so fast. Yeah, it was a good time. So fast. Um, are, we, are we gonna be able to go out to lunch together as a as a group? What's uh, gonna, yeah, what's if you can happen? hang out to our meetings. What's gonna over? happen now? What, what, what happens to the Sean, meeting? Sean and I have a meeting. Gonna, are you just going to carve up this young man? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Hold that on. could happen. How old do you think he is? Well, I, I have some some context. Yeah, I have some context that he's going yeah. for a master's program. So I'm assuming he's 23 or 24, but he looks literally 17. <laughs> how, how tall do you think I am? Uh, five eight. Let's go. <laughs> he's That's 20, right, 27, yeah. 27, and five wow. nine. Yeah, yep. Wow. Yep. Yep. so deceiving. Young. You'd be Not as funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so perfect. He gets carded everywhere we go. Wait, are you a Luke, Luke Perry was 27 when he was Dylan on Beverly Hills 90210 <laughs> to, to use a show that you probably have to do. <laughs> <laughs> 90210 to somebody dun, 27 dun, years dun. old. I might have just, I might as well have just said, uh, my favorite Martian. <laughs> 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 or the, the courtship of Eddie's father. There was a show called Bonanza. <laughs> Big fan of that, by the way. Bonanza was I loved Bonanza. Uh, I was a kid. Yeah, how do you guys feel about the MASH reunion, huh? I'm good on that. What? Yeah. what? <laughs> I, 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 oh, the MASH reunion. Oh, I Don't been, get my hopes up. I would have been, been down with uh, that. As soon as yeah. that MASH song came on, it was time to go outside and play. I just <laughs> Every good show ended and then MASH came on. Whatever the good let show me, was. Let me tell you uh, what these theme... The theme songs of the 70s were miserable. First of all, um, uh, the MASH theme song was so melancholy. Oh. The, 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 the song that it is is called um, Suicide is Painless. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Then you had the... the Tell me well, more. this is actually the 80s. You had the Cheers theme song, which mm-hmm. is... Let, let me do the, the beginning of it. Yep. Um, Making the way in your world today <laughs> takes everything you've got. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me let me imitate the guy recording that on the first day. <laughs> Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need a minute. <laughs> let me try this again. And then and then the the most sinister, the most ominous of all television theme songs at 7 p.m. on Sunday. 
We only had one TV in the house. We grew up, we grew up poor. We only had one TV in the house. And my, my father would switch from the wonderful world of Disney, which was, um, when you wish upon a star, yeah. the, the, an, an iconic theme song uh, of iconic theme songs. And then he would switch to the other, there were three channels. He would switch to the other channel and it would go, when you wish upon a star. <laughs> 60 minutes <laughs> 60 minutes the most miserable show when you wish upon a star I'm Mike Wallace tonight myself and five other 90 year old men will, will scare you with stories of nuclear war and crack addiction I want to watch Bambi go to bed and then right after 60 minutes it was bedtime Ugh. miserable <laughs> Thanks a lot for coming. Gary Goldman, everybody. Me, this you, was a blast. You can see him a this blast. New Year's Eve. And I was dreading it. <laughs> I was dreading it. I, I think like, you always dread. You always every, dread getting up early to do yeah. interviews. It's, it's you, just natural. Yeah, all right. It wasn't you. It was the waking up <laughs> Absolutely. and the unknown. Yeah, travel. You just got in late last night. You got to yes. get up and talk. Yes. It's horrible. Catch him New Year's Eve in Medford, Massachusetts at the Chevalier Theater. And definitely, definitely, definitely check out his special on Netflix, which is... It's about time. It's about time. Also, catch me and Jeff Fibber next weekend at Morty's Comedy Joint, December 22nd, 23rd. Let's go out on probably one of the most iconic comedy bits of all time, the state abbreviation. No way! <laughs> ah, thanks, guys. Let's thanks go. for going. So the preface is this. It's a movie about the men and one woman who abbreviated all 50 states down to two letters. If you're too young or you don't remember, there was a time in this country where every state had its own abbreviation. It was chaos. Massachusetts was M-A-S-S period. New York was N-Y. But like Utah was Utah. They just dropped the H. But then in like 1973, the post office said, no, this, this can't be anymore. We need uniformity. Every state must have a two capital letter abbreviation. So they brought together a crack squad of abbreviators. <laughs> they assembled a ragtag outfit of rogues, misfits, and ne'er-do-wells. How often do well? Ne'er. Air? Oh no, ne'er. They ne'er did well. And these brave men and one woman were charged with abbreviating all 50 states down to two letters. Now, I read the description, and I thought to myself, how are they going to make a 98-minute documentary about a task that couldn't have taken more than six minutes to complete? Boy, was I wrong. It was an adventure every bit as compelling as Helvetica. A tour de force. Ups and downs, ins and outs. Friends became enemies. Enemies became friends. They started off, they thought it was going to be easy. Oh, no. I said, what's the first one? Alabama. A-L. Oh, my God, this is easy. We're going to be finished before they stop serving breakfast in the hotel restaurant, which was 9.30. It's too early. And the boss said, guys, if we finish before they stop serving breakfast... Breakfast is on me. And one of the guys said, oh, I hope they have an omelet station. Just for context, the omelet station had just been invented. 
and understandably, it was sweeping the nation. <laughs> this guy was thrilled. He's like, oh, I hope they have an omelet station. And this other guy said, you know what? I'm not comfortable with the omelet station. I just feel like the omelet chef resents you. You know, because he didn't want to be the omelet chef. He wanted to be the chef chef. And now he's making like the easiest dish while you and your ugly wife and your stupid kids are watching him. Demanding he put more ham cubes into a Denver omelet that's already busting with cheese. And you get turkey bacon, now it's healthy? No. I think one day he's going to snap, and I don't want to be there when it happens. And they said, well, then just get eggs Benedict. Well, I don't like holiday sauce. Did you just say holiday sauce? It's hollandaise, you fucking moron. And the boss said, guys, can we get back to revisiting the states? We still have 49 left. And apologies were made and an understanding was reached. And they went back to abbreviating. I said, what's next? Alaska. Everybody cool with AL? But somebody caught it. Sir, I think we might have used that one before. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Well, let's just check the minutes. Dottie! Dottie, read the minutes back to us. Dottie was the wisecracking secretary. Every 1970s office had a wisecracking secretary, and 60% of them were named Dottie. The other 40, Carol. But this one was Dottie, and she was a card, a, oh, a pistol, a hot ticket. Oh, Dottie was sassy. And they said, Dottie, read the minutes back to us, and this is so Dottie. How dotty is this? She goes, you mean the minute? <laughs> that is quintessential dotty. That is dotty in a nutshell. I said, oh, dotty, what are we going to do with you? Spank my ass and make me a martini? <laughs> oh, dotty. Oh, you're incorrigible. Now read the minutes back to us, you mean vixen. And she said, uh, it's hollandaise, you fucking moron. <laughs> at two, Dottie, at two. How do you know Shakespeare, but you don't know hollandaise? That is a paradox. Anyhow, Alaska, AL, Alabama, yeah, we did that, use that one before, boss. The boss said, God, he was a leader. You got to give him credit for this. He was a leader. He said, guys, not a big deal. We'll come back to it. We'll go ahead. We'll circle back around. We'll get it. It's not going to happen again certainly not going to happen 27 more times. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> so what's the next one? Arizona. AR. Boom. I told you. Next. Arkansas. Shit. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry, guys. I got to let that. All right. All right. Let's just keep going. We'll come back. To, come back to it. California. CA. All right. There we go. Colorado. CO. Some momentum. Connecticut. Fuck me hard. <laughs> Somebody needs a drink. Not now, Donnie. <laughs> You vulgar lush. <laughs> by the time they got to Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, followed by Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, and Missouri, shots were fired. They were at each other's throats. They did what any savvy business would do. They hired a consultant. They brought in a contractor. Not a contractor, a contractor. A man who made words smaller. 
by combining them or apostrophizing them. And he was the best. He was very respected in that field. He was very well known because he had done some of the greatest abbreviations of all times. He wrote O'Clock. Many years ago, we would say it's nine of the clock, it's ten of the clock. This man said, we don't need the f- I'll do that with a sky comma. That's how long ago it was. The apostrophe hadn't been named yet. He also wrote, bleed at. Huge in some communities. But he was, with no, he was not without controversy. He also wrote the most controversial abbreviation of all time. He wrote, won't. People said, how are you going to abbreviate will not and not use a single L? And he said, watch me. What are you saying? I won't be able to do what I just did. Can't. Never tell me I can't. Motherfucker, I invented can't. Long story short, they made it on time for breakfast. (laughs) 